with SBS Radio. Ben Franklin, New South Wales Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, is joining us on ITV Radio in the sidelines of Kuri Knockout 2022. Welcome to ITV Radio. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. You've just come from uh, the Kuri Knockout 2022, an event that has been um, has seen an exceptional support from uh, the New South Wales government this year as a gold sponsor. How do you see event and uh, its significance? Oh, it's an incredibly important event. I mean, this year is obviously the 50th knockout. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's been going for, well, obviously 50 years. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to have it in the last in the last couple of years um, uh, because of COVID. But uh, in 2019, the South Coast Black Cockatoos won the uh, won the knockout, and that gave them the hosting rights for the the 50th event, um, which was obviously held this year. It's just. It's so important. It's basically, I mean, a lot of people would see it as a modern-day corroboree, and, you know, it's, it's recognised as the largest Aboriginal sporting event in Australia. It's, um, it's really exciting, and it was just an absolute privilege to be there. Yeah, must mention that the New South Wales government had already committed, I think, $150,000 as um, a gold sponsor, and uh, just a few days ago, your own department added another $75,000 just to mark the 50th anniversary. Yeah, look, we were very, very proud of the of the support that we've given as a government. You know, we know that it's um, these events just don't just happen. Uh, it, it's important that the government uh, not only sends a strong message that they uh, are supportive of the event, but of course that they put the money where their mouth is too. And uh, and that's why we've been very proud to to support the event financially. And I have to say, today it was just uh, it was wonderful to see so many people out and about, and the rain actually cleared for most of the day. So. Uh, uh, people were happy, kids were running around smiling, and uh, and there was some excellent rugby league being played as well. Yeah, which team are you going for this year? Oh, I can't possibly go for a team. I, as the Minister for Aboriginal Affairs in this state, if I went for one team, I think the other uh, 124 teams who were playing would be uh, would be very grumpy at me. So I, I go for uh, for everybody. I think that it's a wonderful event, and... Uh, and all 125 who travelled from across New South Wales to compete, I think each and every one of them will win. I'm barracking for an underdog, a team that went through some tough times lately, the Cabbage Tree Island team, as they um, really went through some um, very d- difficult times. Oh, the Cabbage Tree yeah, Island yeah, team, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look, um, if my heart is somewhere, it is with Cabo because... Uh, uh, you know, I live up on the northern rivers, and um, you know they they've lost you know literally all of their houses on the on the island. But we will rebuild, and um, we've made a commitment that we will work hand in hand with that community uh, for as long as it takes to make sure that we provide the the infrastructure that's needed for that uh, that community because it was just devastating. Yeah, a community that needs a lot of support. A lot of people are still reeling from the aftermath of uh, the devastating floods. Uh, and uh, yeah, welcome support. If they can win, it will be a great achievement to take back home. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now, coming back to announcements from your department, you surprised us with an announcement just uh, yesterday of a new funding for grassroots projects. Uh, $30 million are being released for grassroots projects. Tell us about this new funding. Yes. So this is our community in place uh, grants. This is a... Um, uh, in fact, we did announce that about a month ago, but um, 
uh, we realised that we, you know, it was important to keep on sending the message out that this is this project is around, this program's around, and this is for basically Aboriginal community-controlled organisations to apply for grants of up to $250,000. And this is driven by what's actually needed uh, on the ground. So uh, basically eligible um, organisations uh, apply for these grants uh, for one-off projects that, that will empower Aboriginal communities to drive social and tangible change. Um, it's, it's part of the Closing the Gap. They must... Um, they must tick one of the boxes to at least one to actually directly contribute towards the one of the 17 socioeconomic outcome targets under the National Agreement on Closing the Gap. And there are a whole range of different things they can apply for. So it might be something tangible like a, um, you know, office equipment or IT upgrades. It might be the fit out of buildings or, you know, a skills program to address employment needs. It could be an expansion of medical services. It could be events or workshops. I mean, there are basically what we're doing here is we are saying, gone are the days when government knows best what is in the interest of Aboriginal people. We want Aboriginal communities to tell us what they need. And this has come out of a, um, uh, a visit that the Premier and I made to Canamble, uh, where we were, we were sitting, yarning about, you know, what was important in that community. Um, and a number of, uh, of the elders said, listen, what we actually really need is a bus a bus to take our old people to, to hospital in Dubbo, a bus to take, you know, some of our younger younger people to job interviews and so forth. Um, and But there was no funding stream for that. So that's what this is all about. And we're really, uh, we're really excited and we encourage all uh, Aboriginal community-controlled um, organisations in New South Wales to get online, have a look at the Aboriginal Affairs website, uh, type in community and place grants and, uh, and to, to come up with an application. Now, are these funds uh, one-off funds, or they can apply multiple times? No, so it's a one-off. Well, there are there are going to be two rounds. Um, this is the first round, and it closes on Friday, the fourteenth of October at five o'clock. Um, there will be a second round of this. Um, so, if people can't get an application in this time, there will be another round. Uh, but we really do encourage people to try to get applications in this time because I just want to make sure. You know, it's very important to get uh, money out the door onto the ground, supporting Aboriginal communities where they need it most. Yeah, so they have uh, about a little bit over two weeks to get uh, all their paperwork uh, ready, which is uh, can be a bit short for those who are not uh, really equipped, well equipped to actually uh, lodge applications. Some of them have no uh, capability to do that. Look, it is short, um, uh, but I would say that we did open this program. Uh, uh, I think around six weeks ago. So the applications have been open for quite some time. Uh, that's the first point. But the second point is, if people do have some concerns, if they if they want to apply but they're just not sure, um, you know, they're, they're not perhaps perhaps um, as adept at completing the paperwork or whatever, they should speak to their local Aboriginal Affairs Office in New South Wales, um, and they'll definitely be able to help them with some, um, uh, you know, some of those issues. Yeah. Now, Mr. Franklin, before I let you go, any closing words, something we haven't mentioned you'd like to add to the conversation? Uh, no, look, all I'd say is that, um, you know, the, we, we are very focused as a government at putting the concerns of Aboriginal people at the heart of everything we do in terms of government policy. You know, we've, um, we've shown that by the creation of our um, new Aboriginal cultural uh, institution in the heart of Sydney. We've obviously put the Aboriginal flag on the Harbour Bridge. We've 
put the largest investment of, um, of funding into Aboriginal programs and Aboriginal outcomes in this state's history in the most recent budget in three quarters of a billion dollars. We are very committed to working hand in hand with Aboriginal people um, to, to work towards a future of genuine um, reconciliation and partnership. And uh, everything we do is trying to achieve that end. Mr. Franklin, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.